News Nation This Hour, I'm James Sears. President Biden is expected to reveal at least two travel changes today to fight the COVID crisis. One extends the mask mandate on planes, trains and buses until March. The other shortens the window for anyone flying into the country to get tested. In the Jesse Smollett trial, a key witness took the stand yesterday. Abimbola Osendero worked as an extra on the set of Empire. He testified that he and his brother were recruited by Smollett to carry out a phony hate crime attack three years ago. More from reporter Mike Lowe. When Smollett raised the idea, Ocean Dairo said, quote, I was confused. I looked puzzled, and then he explained he wanted me to fake beat him up. I agreed to do it, most importantly, because I felt indebted to him, to Jesse. I also believed he could help further my acting career. Smollett's defense team set to start their cross-examination this morning. The parents of a Michigan school shooting suspect are facing possible criminal charges themselves. A prosecutor made that comment the day after a 15-year-old was arrested, charged with murder, assault, and terrorism. The Supreme Court is expected to decide the fate of Roe v. Wade by next spring. Some justices seem ready to overturn it. They heard arguments yesterday on Mississippi's abortion law, where a local clinic is trying to stop the 15-week ban. Political analyst Paul Lisnick says it'll be hard for justices to find a middle ground. I just don't see, unless they redefine the meaning of viability and decide that 15 weeks is good enough, they're not scientists, so I'm not sure where they come up with that, but I think the odds are it looks like they're going to reverse it. And you know, by the way, historically speaking, the court gives rights, and the court sometimes doesn't recognize rights. This, to my knowledge, will be the first time in history if the court reverses Roe that the court has removed rights. The January 6th House Committee voted unanimously yesterday to pursue criminal contempt charges against former Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark for refusing to cooperate with a subpoena. And right after last night's vote, Clark's lawyer indicated he will agree to be deposed again but will invoke his Fifth Amendment rights instead of divulging his conversations with former President Trump. The House agreed to delay a full vote on contempt charges until Clark is interviewed. And gas prices are the lowest in nearly six weeks. Today's AAA station survey finds the national average price for regular is down to less than $3.38 cents a gallon, almost a penny a gallon lower than Tuesday. Among the states, Arkansas appears poised to join Oklahoma and Texas with statewide averages below $3. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the NewsNationNow app. I'm James Sears. Detailed forecast. Today, a chance of sprinkles before 10 a.m., mostly sunny, with a high near 52. Northwest wind around 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tonight, a chance of rain and snow after 1 a.m., partly cloudy, with a low around 34. Northwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour becoming light north after midnight. Chance of precipitation is 30%. Friday, a chance of rain between 7 a.m. and 1 p.m., partly sunny, with a high near 47. Southeast wind around 5 miles per hour becoming west in the afternoon. Chance of precipitation is 30%. Friday night. Partly cloudy, with a low around 31. West wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Saturday. Sunny, with a high near 42. Northwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. From the Black Information Network. This is the BIN Daily Update. 
I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. We know that voter intimidation is in the playbook, but we also know that voter determination is what wins elections. That's African-American Stacey Abrams. She's determined to win the election that slipped through her fingers last time as Georgia's governor. The voting rights advocate has made her decision. She is going to go for it again. Last time against Republican incumbent Brian Kemp, she lost by 1.4 points. Now she's on a mission to turn Georgia blue in 2022. Health officials knew it would not take long for the Omicron variant to come into the United States. And so it has. Infectious disease specialist Dr. Anthony Fauci says they know exactly who brought it into the country. The individual was a traveler who returned from South Africa on November the 22nd and tested positive on November the 29th. The patient is under quarantine. Fauci is again reminding the approximately 60 million unvaccinated Americans to get the shots. The very foundation of America is at stake in the argument over abortion. Will this institution survive the stench that this creates? The Constitution and its reading are just political acts. That Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor listening to the case brought by the state of Mississippi in its attempt to overturn Roe versus Wade, which many thought was the law of the land for a woman's right to choose. Mississippi Solicitor General says that choice does not include death. Fifty years on, they stand alone. Nowhere else does this court recognize a right to end a human life. Still, Justice Elena Kagan fears the high court's reputation is on the line. To prevent people from thinking that this court is a political institution that will go back and forth depending on what part of the public yells loudest. Did black former President Barack Obama overstay his welcome at Buckingham Palace? According to an insider, former UK Chancellor George Osborne, the Queen told him to ask President Obama and the First Lady to leave the 2011 state banquet. They said it was getting late and the Queen, who back then was in her 80s, wanted to go to bed. No comment on the story from palace officials. A black woman goes viral when the Airbnb in Alabama her cousin rented for her had a piece of history she could do without. Aaliyah Bell tells TikTok the front yard had a full cotton field that looked ready for picking. Bell says the field triggered emotions that made her feel uncomfortable. The CEO is just nine years old. Demetrius Davis Jr.'s company is called Our Brown Boy Joy. The Ohio boy and his mom, Luciana Gilmore, manufacture black male dolls in a variety of skin tones. These plush dolls look like our boys and are made in honor of young black men killed, like Trayvon Martin and Tamir Rice. Gilmore says the narrative of boys need to change. She wants the world to know black boys have joy, too. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Hear incredible stories about wildlife and the global efforts to save it on our new show, Amazing Wildlife. A new show from iHeartRadio and the San Diego Zoo. Starting November 19th, listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Mike Stevens. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. It's been an amazing year so far for black women in America, rising to high positions in politics and taking other high-profile jobs. 
I feel very supported by the people of New York City, and I think that that's what's important in this moment. That was Misha Ross Porter less than a year ago as she became the first black woman to run the New York City schools, the largest district in the country. But now the school's chancellor says she will be resigning when current mayor de Blasio leaves office at the end of the year. She says she's taking a new position as CEO of a nonprofit organization in the Bronx. Incoming black mayor-elect Eric Adams has announced David Banks will fill the role in his administration. Banks is also African-American. He's the founder of Eagle Academy for Young Men in New York. Meanwhile, Rochester, New York's first black female mayor has stepped down. We showed the world what the people of Rochester are capable of. Created new opportunities across the city for all of our people. Celebrated our diversity. Wednesday was the final day in office for Mayor Lovely Warren. Her resignation comes as part of a not-so-lovely plea deal. She admitted to breaking a state election law. Boston was not able to elect the city's first black mayor, but it may be the next city to consider reparations for its black residents. Boston was a hub for ships carrying Africans who were sold into slavery, and it's been accused of being a haven of systemic racism in the years that followed. So now black Latina city councilwoman Julia Mejia is pushing for a commission to be set up to look at the negative impact of racism on black residents and whether reparations could help. Smoking crack has taken and destroyed the lives of many African Americans across the country for three decades. So it seems strange to many that in New York, it's not only allowed, but sanctioned at what are called safe injection sites. Residents can bring in whatever substances they want to use there without fear of arrest or judgment. That includes drugs laced with fentanyl, including heroin, powdered cocaine, crack, methamphetamine, and others. Many business owners don't like the idea and are moving away from what some call shooting galleries. The centers provide clean syringes and medications that can reverse opioid overdoses and offer medical attention as needed. Streaming giant Netflix has done what it said it would. As a way of addressing systemic racism, it has shifted 2% of its cash holdings, which is $100 million, to black financial institutions, including Hope Credit Union, the Local Initiative Support Corporation, the Change Company, Enterprise Community Impact Note, One United Bank, and Calvert Impact Capital's Community Investment Note. The goal is to make sure more home and small business loans are distributed in black communities, especially those hit hard by the pandemic. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the black community, listen to the Black Information Network on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News. The Black Information Network. It's Ashley I from the Almost Famous Podcast. You've done everything you can to lose that stubborn fat. Exercise, eat right. But lately, it has gotten harder. Believe me, I hear you. If you're getting ready to make your re-entrance into the world, cool sculpting may be able to help. It's a non-surgical treatment that targets, freezes, and eliminates treated fat cells for good. I was treated on my thighs, and I can totally see a difference. Ask your doctor if cool sculpting is right for you. Common side effects include temporary numbness, discomfort, and swelling. Find a provider at coolsculpting.com.
Cole Sculpting is FDA cleared to reduce fat on the abdomen, flanks, thigh, bra fat, back fat, upper arm, and under the buttocks, chin, and jawline. Cole Sculpting is not a treatment for weight loss. Rare side effects may occur. Cole Sculpting may cause visible enlargement on the treated area after treatment and requires surgical intervention for correction. To learn more, visit CoolSculpting.com. All rights reserved by Allergan. That's CoolSculpting.com. Your money on the Black Information Network. Private employers are hiring more workers than expected. Payroll processing firm ADP says private payrolls grew by 534,000 in November. That's about 30,000 more than what analysts had anticipated. Hospitality and leisure led the way while gains were also seen in education and health services. The monthly jobs report from the federal government comes out soon. Toys R Us will be opening a new two-story flagship store at the American Dream Mall in New Jersey. This marks the return of a flagship Toys R Us store in the U.S. following bankruptcy procedures and a number of store closings over the past several years. The store will be located right near the Nickelodeon Universe theme park and DreamWorks water park. Meanwhile, Toys R Us is partnering with Macy's to offer a new digital flagship store and in-store offerings at over 400 Macy's locations nationwide starting next year. And gas prices continue to drop. AAA's national average for regular is down a half cent of a gallon from days ago to 3.85 and a half per gallon. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Morgan Wood on the Black Information Network. And I'm Rick Schwartz, and we're here from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance, the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and Safari Park. Hear incredible stories about wildlife and the global efforts to save it as we explore the connection between humans, wildlife, and the environment. Starting November 19th, listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. U.S. Supreme Court judges have indicated a possible ruling in favour of a controversial Mississippi abortion law. The legislation would ban abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, including in cases of rape and incest. A ruling is expected in June. The UK has purchased 114 million more Covid jabs for future booster campaigns. Ministers say they've signed deals with Moderna and Pfizer, which will see extra doses delivered next year and the year after. They'll include modified jabs if necessary and available. Health Secretary Sajid Javid says boosters will be key to fighting Omicron and future variants. Our strategy is all about buying time, buying time so that we can assess it, but also that we can build our defences. And we've been really clear in the last few days, I think that the best way to continue to defend ourselves is through our fantastic vaccine programme. I accelerated this purchase in light of this new variant, which includes purchases of modified vaccines, to make sure that we've got the vaccines that we need for the long term. Hong Kong's pushing ahead with plans to reopen its border with China while tightening rules for international arrivals. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Hong Kong's health authorities are finalising the protocols for a new public health code system that Beijing has insisted on in order for quarantine-free travel between Hong Kong and China to resume. 
The code is expected to categorize the public into bands that reflect their COVID-19 risk, mirroring a system already being used in China. The border reopening plan comes as Hong Kong has expanded its list of bans on visitors arriving from countries which have recorded cases of the Omicron variant and extended the quarantine requirements for returning Hong Kong residents, even if they're fully vaccinated. The city has recorded four cases of the Omicron variant. Health officials say they're concerned about its high transmissibility after studies on the first two cases suggested that they had had no contact. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. The Women's Tennis Associations suspending tournaments in China over ongoing concerns about the treatment of Peng Shui and the safety of other players. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. WTA head Steve Simon said the move to suspend tournaments in China, including Hong Kong, had full backing from the WTA board of directors and that they were not convinced all was well with Peng Shui. He said, quote, while we know now where Peng is, I have serious doubts that she is free, safe and not subject to censorship, coercion and intimidation. The former world number one doubles player appeared in a call with IOC President Thomas Bach on November 21st and reportedly told him she was safe. But there's been growing criticism against the IOC over its handling of the affair and it's been accused of enabling a cover-up of the sexual abuse allegations. The WTA's move could cost it hundreds of millions of dollars in broadcasting and sponsorship. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we're following our democracy in historic times. We're running on 50 years of row. It is an egregiously wrong decision. Mississippi Solicitor General Scott Stewart urged the U.S. Supreme Court to uphold the state's law banning abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy before viability. The case challenges the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that made abortions a constitutional right. Stewart argued Roe takes away the state's ability to protect a life which Justice Sonia Sotomayor said was a religious view. When does the life of a woman and putting her at risk enter the calculus? Meanwhile, Justice Samuel Alito and other conservatives appear to lean toward limiting abortion rights. Can a decision be overruled simply because it was erroneously wrong? Thousands rallied outside the court during arguments. Here's New Mexico Democratic Congresswoman Teresa Ledger Fernandez. A woman, wherever she lives, whoever she is, she deserves the right to make her own decision. Republican Congresswoman Mary Miller of Illinois gathered with pro-life activists. We're praying that this would be overturned. Nearly half of states are expected to ban abortions should Roe be thrown out. In election news, voting rights activist Stacey Abrams is running for Georgia governor in 2022. Republican Brian Kemp narrowly defeated Abrams in 2018. But Democrats believe recent demographic and political changes in the state could hand a victory to Abrams. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker won't seek re-election next year. The moderate Republican was seen as the GOP's best chance of keeping the office in the heavily Democratic state. And after three decades in Congress, Oregon Democrat Peter DeFazio won't seek re-election. DeFazio heads the House Transportation Committee. Congress has just two days remaining to avoid a government shutdown. However, Republicans are trying to block a short-term funding deal unless they get a vote on an amendment to stop the Biden administration from implementing its vaccine mandate for large employers. Why would anybody in this chamber vote to fund a government that is going to mandate that people have to lose their jobs through these unlawful orders? That's Texas Republican Chip Roy. Meanwhile, Democrats are urging the Senate parliamentarian to allow immigration protections to be allowed in the social spending bill. Reconciliation bills, which can pass a filibuster-proof majority, must primarily impact the federal budget. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi hosted a six-decades-old tradition, the annual lighting of the Capitol Christmas tree. 
As a proud Californian, it is especially exciting that this 84-foot tree, white fir, hails from California's Six Rivers National Forest. And on Pennsylvania Avenue, Vice President Kamala Harris reflected on the lessons of Hanukkah at the White House menorah lighting. The power of the people, the possibility of the future, that even in despair there is hope, that even in darkness there is light. It's the first Hanukkah celebrated at the White House with the Jewish spouse of a president or vice president, Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff. I'm Mary Sherman for Pacifica Network in Public News Service. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy online at publicnewsservice.org. Looking for something fun to do this weekend? Come downtown to Elkhart, where we will kick off with the Elkhart Wonderfest, kicking off at 8 a.m. with breakfast with Santa at the Central Fire Station. It will cost $2 for adults, and children get it for free with a canned good. There will be a Winterfest market happening at Elkhart Health Aquatics from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Some downtown merchants will have open houses with some craft stations for the kids, and that will happen from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can get some pictures taken at Santa and tour the windows of Premier Arts from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the Learner Theater. Stay tuned <clears throat> at 3 p.m. to see the people in the ugly sweaters as they're running and walking. There will be ice skating, which will have two different sessions. The first session being from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. with a second session from 3 o'clock to 4.30 p.m. in honorary skate from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. There will also be a parade happening at 6 o'clock with a Christmas tree lighting following. So the whole parade and tree lighting is from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Kicking off about 8 o'clock, there will be a free movie showing at the Learner Theater. While you're downtown, you can also stop by Ruth Mary Museum and tour the Hollywood holiday tours that they're having which runs through December 30th. Well-fed Botanic Gardens has winter wonderland holiday lights displays through the weekends running through December 26th. There's a lot happening in the month of December kicking off this Saturday. Also if you're looking for something else to do volunteer to ring bells at your local Salvation Army wherever you live. All Salvation Armies across the states are looking for volunteers.
Hope you enjoy some holiday cheer featuring Merry Christmas sung by Pentotics. Then Elkhart Winterfest will kick off Saturday, December 4th, downtown Elkhart, starting at 8 a.m. Breakfast Santa, ending with a movie around 8 o'clock at the Learner Theater. Take care and have a wonderful day.